This is the Youpreneur FM podcast, where each week we bring you the strategies and resources you need to build, market, and monetize a profitable, future-proof business around your knowledge and expertise. And now, here's your host, international business mentor and best-selling author, Chris Ducker. Yes, hello. Welcome to episode number 372 of Youpreneur FM. It's great to be with you. Lots of fantastic feedback from you guys over the last few weeks about the content we've been laying down here on the show. Thank you very, very much. If you have not already reviewed and rated the show uh, on your platform of choice in terms of how you consume the show, I would love for you to go ahead and do it. iTunes peeps can go ahead and do so at chrisducker.com forward slash iTunes is a little pretty link for you there. Um, very much value all the reviews that we get, regardless of what app or platform you use to actually listen to the show. Thank you so, so much. And as always, number one way to be able to converse with me via social is Instagram at Chris Ducker. Hit me up there, give me a follow, send me a DM. I'd love to be able to converse with you. Today, we're going to be talking all about how to write your first or maybe your next book. Now, it's, you know, sort of book writing, book marketing is a subject that we've talked about many, 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 many times here on the show. However, it's a subject that just keeps coming up over and over and over again. And uh, what, what are we talking about? Maybe four or five weeks ago, six weeks ago, I asked our Facebook group, the Youpreneur Hub, of which, by the way, is free to join. If you're not a member already, just go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Youpreneur Hub, and you can go ahead and request access. But I asked the group what they needed help with the most right now at the beginning of 2020, because I was recording a whole bunch of podcasts and I wanted to be able to help them out. In fact, actually, the episodes that you've been listening to all month here in February came from that little brainstorming session from that post. And uh, today we're going to touch this subject of how to write a book because many people have asked for it. Now, I am the author of two different books, both both best-selling books, and uh, I'm very proud of that fact. One of them was traditionally published, which was Virtual Freedom in 2014, and one self-published in the early part of 2018, The Rise of the Youpreneur. We're going to go into those two different publishing models today, as well as sort of everything from the writing process to, uh, you know, sort of launching it and all that sort of stuff sort of stuff. I am not going to talk about an actual launch strategy here uh, because we have actually got a fantastic video on my YouTube video that really dives deep on that. You can check that out over at youpreneur.com book launch video if you haven't already done so, because it's something I think that a lot of people are going to be interested in kind of knowing how to physically launch that book. But I'm not going to regurgitate that now. Head over to, again, youpreneur.com forward slash book launch video to be able to find out a little bit more on that side of things. So I think the first thing that people ask themselves is, you know, when is the best time to actually publish a book? Like, when's the best time to get a book out into the world? Um, And actually, in today's world, it has changed a little bit because, you know, nine times out of 10, if you want your book to be successful, it's best to do it when you've actually got an audience in place already 
to actually launch that book too. Now, yes, obviously, you could go ahead and write a book and get it up on Amazon and kind of hope for the best, but traditional publishers particularly will not be interested in now signing on authors that don't have online audiences. That's just a fact. They expect their authors nowadays to have a certain following, to have a certain community, a certain amount of fandom around them, because obviously they want to edge their bets a little bit and uh, make sure that they sell a whole bunch of copies right out of the gate, which is absolutely acceptable, right? So the first thing is, in terms of the best time to write that book, it really is once you've got that audience in place already. Obviously, some people will grow an audience of a good size very, very quickly if, if they're lucky. Some of us, most of us, will have to work on it for a little while. Now, I had been blogging and podcasting for four years before Virtual Freedom came out, so it just goes to show you how long... I put into growing the audience. But with that being said, I know many people have wasted just a year or so of consistent online publishing of content to be able to go ahead and launch a book on their people as well. So there's that's kind of taken into consideration. Figure out what the best time is for you and for your audience. Secondly is now that we kind of have figured out that we want to go ahead and get a book out into the world, we've got to generate some ideas. So the easiest way to serve up and write a book that your audience is going to be interested in buying from you is going to be one that they truly actually need. And the way that we do that is we, obviously, we survey them. We ask our audience what they need help with the most. You can do this via social media. You can do it in a more focused way through a more of a professional-looking survey. We use surveymonkey.com. That's no affiliate link, just a, a, a quick tool for you to check out on all of our surveys, not only for writing books, but also for gathering information, what our community needs, for our ongoing content creation, as well as our post-event surveys for the Upana Summit and that sort of type of thing as well. So, Check out SurveyMonkey and look at potentially putting together a survey to be able to generate those ideas for the book itself as and when you decide to actually get it out into the world. Now, once you've got that information back from your audience and you know roughly what the book is going to be about, the writing process begins. Now, there's a couple of different ways to do this. I will say the first time I wrote my my first book, rather, Virtual Freedom, I figured I'd be able to sort of get three hours each Saturday morning you know, on the calendar and I was going to go to a cafe and put my headphones on and write. Didn't work at all. Just didn't work at all. I just couldn't get into it, right? That was honestly just the the honest truth. I couldn't get into working in that environment, right? So a couple of ways to do this. First and foremost, know that you don't necessarily have to force yourself into a writing routine to get the book out of you. Write as and when it feels good, as and when you feel you're going to be able to create some genuine value, right? The second thing is that, you know, a lot of people like the idea of a full-blown retreat. Now, I will say two things that worked really well for me was actually getting to a hotel. This is God's honest truth. I got to a hotel to write the book proposal itself. In this case, I knew I wanted this to be traditionally published. Therefore, I needed a proposal to be able to give it to an agent for an agent to be able to go ahead and pitch it to publishers, right? So I actually checked into this uh, hotel. It was when I was based over in the Philippines. It was the Radisson Blue in Cebu City. I was in one particular room, uh, which number escapes me now. 
I'm sorry, it was like seven years ago almost, right? Anyway, we put together the book proposal itself. Myself and my wife, they stay for a couple of days and the book proposal was done as well as not only that, the contents itself and the first chapter. So we really had something solid to give the agent to be able to pass on to the publishing houses, which was fantastic. The second thing was at the very final part of the editing process of the book, I went back to that same hotel on my own and stayed two nights to be able to do a final run through of the entire, entire book and to get that done and finished so that it could go to the actual press, so to speak. Right. So whether it's carving out time in your schedule, having more of a free flowing way to be able to write or to actually get yourself into a retreat scenario and get out of, of everywhere else, then, you know, whatever works for you as part of the writing process, go ahead and follow that. Now, I want to touch on those two formats of traditional publishing and self-publishing, because I think they're very, very important indeed. However, before I do that, a quick message in regards to our Youpreneur Academy. Did you know that the Youpreneur Academy is the perfect starting point when it comes to building the business of you? With exclusive training material, regular mastermind calls, and an active, supportive community of like-minded entrepreneurs, the Academy serves up everything you need to get started on building, marketing, and monetizing your future-proof business. Visit youpreneuracademy.com for more info and to join us on the inside today. All right, so hope to see you on the inside of the Academy very soon. Let's talk self-publishing and traditional publishing. Now, I'm going to go traditional first because that was the first way that my first book got out into the world. Now, traditional publishing, unfortunately, has a relatively long timeline attached to it, right? So, you know... You've got the book to get, you've got the book idea together. You found an agent. You've got it in front of the publishers. You've got a book deal. Congratulations! Chances are that book ain't going to hit the newsstands for at least twelve months. More likely eighteen months. So it's a very long timeline, and that is something to consider when it comes to getting that first book out into the world. However, along with the traditional publishing deal, does come two things that you do not get momentarily when it comes to self-publishing. And that is first and foremost, an advance on the sales of that book. Now, if you're Barack Obama, chances are you've got a, you know, a multi seven figure, you know, book advance. Good luck, Obama. You go for it, mate. But if you're not, the chances are that advance is going to be a lot, a lot lower. For me, I believe, and I can't actually remember this for sure, because it was so long ago now, I think the advance I got for virtual freedom was like 20 grand. It wasn't a lot of money. It might even been less than that. So unfortunately, you don't get a lot of money up front, but you do get some money up front. And that is a perk, traditional publishing, is to get that advance. The second perk is distribution. Your book is more likely to make its way into bookstores around the world, particularly, obviously, in big book-selling countries, if you do go traditional publishing route. It's really that simple. The fact is that they want the books in the stores and therefore they will do their best to get them in there from a distribution perspective. Now, the flip side of this publishing coin is the self-publishing route. Number one, much, much faster timeline. If you're self-publishing your book, the moment it's done and designed and finished, 
you can launch it immediately. So if you say, I want to launch a book, you know, before the end of 2020, you could easily do that. Hell, you could do it three, four months from now if you can write fast enough, right? So much, much faster timeline all on you fundamentally. The other thing is that because of the fact that you're self-publishing, you have everything in your control. And I do mean genuinely everything, not just the writing, uh, but also the design of the book, the way that the cover looks, everything. I remember with Virtual Freedom, I was not happy at all with any of the covers that my uh, publishers had put together. I ended up actually working with a designer myself to get that cover to what it was like. Uh, and then obviously they accepted it. With Rise of the Youpreneur, my second book, the self-publishing book, obviously I'm on the cover and that's obviously another debate, but ultimately you don't need to put yourself on the cover. I decided to do so from a branding and a positioning perspective. But the fact of the matter is you get all the control in the world over the entire process and you get all the profits as well. You will definitely, without a shadow of a doubt, wait, make way more money self-publishing your book per copy sold, regardless of whether it's a paperback, hardback, ebook, or audiobook, regardless of what medium it is, you will always make more money per book sold than you will do going the traditional route. Because obviously they've got their own costs associated with publishing that book. You have your costs, yes, but the margins for you are going to be much, much higher indeed. So if you've done the work by growing that audience and by generating the ideas from that audience, by surveying them, by writing a book that you know for a fact they are going to want and need in their lives, self-publishing for me is the route for the youpreneur out there, plain and simple. And then lastly, I want to go just touch very quickly there on the launch plan here. Now, obviously, some launches can be longer than others. I suggest about a two-week period for a, a book launch if you want to go all out. There's two ways to look at this, right? You can go with an all-out book launch where you get all of that content, all of that focus on those couple of weeks, and you want to sell as many copies as you possibly can in that couple of weeks period, particularly in the first week, if you're trying to hit one of the big lists like New York Times or Wall Street Journal or USA Today or whatever. Uh, for our friends here in the UK, it's the Times, it's the Telegraph. They're the big best-selling lists over here. But obviously, we're not necessarily in this to be able to write a book and sell it just for a few weeks. If there's that long game approach to where the book sits within your ecosystem, it obviously is a smart move. Yes, to celebrate the launch of the book and get it out there, uh, maybe even hire a launch partner to help you with that launch and not have to do all of the work associated with the launch itself yourself. But you must make sure that you consistently bring the book up, that you talk about it all the time, that you mention it as and when you can, you share it on social on a regular basis, and so on and so on and so on. If you haven't checked out Rise of the Youpreneur, by the way, Here's my shameless plug for this episode. You can do so at youpreneur.com forward slash book. See how easy it is to mention it right there and then. So I hope this episode has given you a little bit of an insight on how to write that book uh, and, and what route to take and how to get it out into the world. Like I said, I'm not touching on the launch side of things, but if you would like more information on that, head over to youpreneur.com forward slash book launch video 
and that is a link that will take you directly to that YouTube video. While you're over there on YouTube, hit the subscribe button because we're getting a lot more active this year on YouTube, as you've probably already noticed if you are a subscriber already, and I'd hate for you to miss out on any of the good video content that we're promoting and producing over there on YouTube. I will be back at you again next week for another episode of the Youpreneur FM podcast. Make sure you have a fantastic day out there, regardless of where and when you're listening in. I'll speak to you soon. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Youpreneur FM. We'll be back next week. But in the meantime, why not head over to our official website at youpreneur.com to access all our tools and resources essential to building, marketing, and monetizing a future-proof business based around your expertise. We'll see you next time.